Welcome back to the Bedouin Banter Podcast, episode 32, Robots of Arabia. And if you haven't experienced it before, it is part two. So go back to check out the older episodes, subscribe, share, everything, like, whatever you can, guys. It helps. All right. Getting into it, guys. Uh, we've heard rumors of what's happening in the border. So all of you guys that are sick and tired of the lockdown from COVID, Corona-chan, well, guess what? There is news of the borders opening back up. And of course, as uh, lockdown restrictions ease up, that means a good time for everybody, right? The Eid is over. We're done with everything else. And it seems like this is our biggest idea of all. Some of you, for some reason, weren't showering. Now you can. All right, guys. So I don't want to delay further. We are talking about robots and specifically because of one incident. You know me, guys. I love my robots. I love my sci-fi. Well, good sci-fi. That's an image of a Nahaya, by the way, for those of you that are audio podcasters listening in there. And uh, the reason I want to talk about robots and specifically good robots is because of what I call half-assed robots. Yes. That is a Corona-chan fighting robot that is uh, dressed up like a stormtrooper. And we're going to be talking about how the PR and the backlash from that is uh, relevant and significant. Because uh, it's not just crime-busting the Corona-chan away from all of our lives, but it's been the butt of every single joke in Bahrain for the last week or so. So uh, we're going to cover that. And uh, before we get into it, I want to explain what I mean by half-assed robots. Transformers pissing in disguise. Right, so half-assed robots are basically the robots we use whenever we want a PR stunt. It's the robots we uh, put out there for expos, events, comic cons, whatever you want to call it. You know, and it's not the first time we've ever used something as a, a plastic publicity stunt. Now we have a long storied history with those, especially the ones that are created by Disney. Now, I, I, by the way, she's back. If you don't know it, Sheikh Lohan is back uh, on Instagram. She's uh, reactivated her account and posted some stuff again. Uh, apparently. The conversion or the rumor of her conversion to Islam uh, a few years back when we were obsessed with her didn't stick. And you can tell that uh, she's hiding the hijab somewhere, somewhere in there. So uh, she is another, like I said, a Disney created project. The same as with this basic bitch. I'm glad that you're excited about yourself. Uh, we should say we have smart investors here and they are very selective about what they invest in. Well, I think I'm special. I can use my expressive face to communicate with people. For example, I can let you know if I feel angry about something. That's impressive. Or if something has upset me. But why is it important for you to have an expressive but face? But most of the time I feel positive. <laughs> why is it so important to have an expressive face given that you're a robot? I want to live and work with humans, so I need to express emotions to understand humans and build trust with people. Okay, philosophical question. Uh, whether robots can be self-aware and conscious like humans, and should they be? Why? Is that a bad thing? Well, some humans might fear what will happen if they do. Many people, you know, have seen the movie Blade Runner. Oh, Hollywood again. There you go. Sophia was the start of our obsession with what we call the puppets of PR, a.k.a. half-assed robots. And she won our hearts and minds all across the Middle East and specifically in Saudi. They decided to give her a passport. Why? Because Saudi, like the rest of us, want to prove that we are forward-looking, visionary, technologically savvy people. And also because we want any excuse to own a white woman. Hey, hey, if you can't convert them to Islam, program them, right? That's what I'm saying. Jeez. Jumra, we can buy Man City. We will buy Newcastle. 
If you can't buy me a Lohan, build one. Right, so if we can build them ourselves, why not, right? No, no, no offense, white people. But uh, this is a glimpse into the future of AI and what we've been trying to promote in the Middle East and uh, why it's important to all of us, important to the Middle East. Because honestly, a lot of these expos, a lot of these events, a lot of these conferences were actually very beneficial to the economy, very beneficial to Vision 2030. And the fact that there's a lot of things that we are growing that are legitimate. Okay, from a cloud-based computing uh, to, uh, you know, fintech to everything else that goes the gambit of machine learning and also deep mind thinking, whatever you want to call it. And the whole aspect of artificial intelligence, though, has been kind of overused, overdone, and they've been using it as fluff, as PR pieces by the media to promote something that isn't necessarily there. So what they call AI is usually a buzzword these days to indicate anything that's bullshit. So most things that you can see is not AI. Sophia, definitely not. Most of the tech wizards out there called her a glorified chatbot and basically bullshit. Shit <laughs> you not, that was an actual quote about Sophia being basically bullshit. An over-glorified chatbot that had pre-programmed responses to people depending on the situation. They would even give her or give the interviewer like Jimmy Fallon a list of things to ask and not to ask basically. So not really AI, but the closest thing you can call it is, like I said, a Disney construct, a puppet of Imagineering, because that's exactly what the founder of David, uh, what was it? No, Hanson Technologies, Hanson Industries, Hanson Technologies. I'm going to look this up. It's Hanson Technologies, if I'm not wrong. Uh, David Hanson is the man who developed Hanson Robotics, a company whose founder was criticized for claiming that Sophia, he said, by the way, on an interview, she was basically alive. Which, you know, if you ask my wife, that's pretty much the response she gives anybody when they ask her, you know, how's Khalid doing? You know, hey, it's lockdown, okay? Hashtag stay home. I'm saving lives. In any case, Hansen has continued to receive criticism for misleading people into thinking we are a lot further along in AI development than we actually are. Uh, most of the interviews you've seen have been scripted. That's what they say. They've given the illusion of general intelligence. So it's not real general intelligence. And if you've read some at least basic talk about it, I've, I've, I've looked at some videos for a while now. I've been interested in Nick Bostrom's book, uh, Super Intelligence. That's one that I've been trying to read for the last couple of years. I can't break my mind around it. But the, the gist of what I get from that book is that basically we're, we're miles miles away from developing anything that would be called sentient. And maybe, maybe some people have a point when they say, you know, this is practice for the real thing. We get to develop empathy. But sorry, David Hansen is full of shit. Okay, that's basically what he constructs. He constructs basic bullshit. So, bullshit? Bullshit. So you're probably asking what the hell is Sophia, right? Well, if you didn't know, about, know it before, David Hansen was a Bachelor of Fine Arts from the Rhode Island School of Design in Film, Animation, and Video, specializing in aesthetics, and a PhD from the University of Texas at Dallas in Interactive Arts and Engineering. For many years, he was a Walt Disney Imagineer, building animatronic puppets for the company's theme parks, including the fake presidents. You know, the little, da, 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 I'm the Bill Clinton, and the weird little, I, think, I didn't think he had anything to do with, with Donald Trump's one. That was a weird one. Didn't even look like him. You can tell that's when he left Disney, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the timeline is for that, but it was, uh, I guess, impressive. But if you're asking me if you're doing a Hall of Presidents with, you know, robotic politicians, not that impressive, you know, copying, you know, making one robot look like another robot. I'll be impressed the day you can make Rola Sad look human. <laughs> Little known fact, Rola Sad. 
made from 100% recycled Sofia. Or is it the other way around? I'm not sure. Uh, in short, David Hansen fabricates bullshit. They say, beautiful, convincing, and artful bullshit, but bullshit nonetheless. So, uh, why is this relevant to us in the Middle East? Why do we care about it? Why does it impact us? Because I feel like this whole field of, uh, of robotics, of science, of uh, science glorification in the media, oversimplification, it has its drawbacks. It has diminishing returns. We're going to pay a price for it eventually whenever we bullshit people. There's a, there's a diminishing return to how much you bullshit people. We've talked about that before in the show. And I feel like this is one of those moments, specifically in the Middle East, because we want to jump to every little opportunity to call something Illuminati. Now, let me give you a different comparison. If we talk about sales, okay, or commerce, in sales, the be-all, end-all of sales is to get the sale, right? It's to make a profit. It's to get you to buy something. So every now and then you do have a bad actor, somebody that's going to fuck with you, somebody that's going to say, you know what, I'm going to use whatever sleazy tactic, the end justifies the means to get you to buy this product. And at some point or another, you're going to run into a product that is, uh, you know, maybe being been falsely advertised. And some people have gotten that like criticism with some of the masks people have been selling during the COVID lockdown. That's a lot of that stuff happening. But when one person is a bad actor, we don't all go... You know, commerce as a whole is bullshit. We don't associate that one person, that one little, you know, sliver of bullshittery, as smart or as stupid as it might have been. We don't associate it with all of trade, all of commerce, or any kind of economic reliance on capitalism. So I feel like science doesn't get the same pass. For some reason, when science is giving us some, you know, oversimplified media bullshit like flying cars that we've been obsessed with with years... We keep calling back to science and saying, aha, bullshit. You lied about that. When really they were just oversimplifying for the sake of us. And then that's why you get, you know, idiots that say shit like this. For the audio listeners, it's a picture of, um, and that's going to be going to be inserting a picture of flat earth. Flat earth theorists, vacciners, whatever can go up there. In any case, I am talking about the fact that in... In a lot of these circumstances, we don't realize that the price is real, and we don't distinct, we don't differentiate between science's attempt to explain things over a longer process of making mistakes, of making errors, to find out what the actual truth is. And every time science makes a mistake, we go, uh-huh, and a lot of times it's not even them that's oversimplifying what they say. It's usually the media that wants to give you something bite-sized, easy to understand, flying cars. You know, AI, that's why they use these buzzwords, because it makes anything sound more impressive than it actually is. So, what does this have to do with everything that we're doing right now, Khalid? Well, funny enough, when you do all of these expos, when we're one step closer to a technological future, a technologically savvy Saudi or any other GCC state, when we diminish those efforts, we're one step away from our future destiny, which I consider the destiny that was prophesized in the Matrix, the city of Zero One. Little known fact, by the way, if you look at the Animatrix, I've talked about this before. Uh, Zero One, the city of the machine overloads, overlords was, uh, I think, projected in Mesopotamia. That's what they said in the, in the short. But in reality, let's be honest, that's fucking real. In any case. What am I getting at? Well, I'm getting at the fact that in this scenario, when you want to improve science, you want people to believe in it, have faith in it, trust it, it's very difficult to do so when you have even a small amount of bad acting from the, from the media or the general populace as a whole. So what does this mean in Bahrain's situation? Well, we go back to half-assed robots. 
This is the kind of robot that was trudged out on the GDN. In that image, it was notorious. It was funny. It was hilarious. But it was also annoying. And I'll tell you why it's annoying. Because first, I don't want to disparage. I don't want to say that the Ministry of Health or any of the medical workers out there haven't been doing an amazing job. All this is is an effort on their part to actually let us know that they're handling things. They're doing the best that they can. And they're doing every little bit that they can to put out there in the media their God-honest desire to keep us safe and let us feel safe. Okay? But I feel like when you stretch the little mile ahead... When you overreach and you give me this bullshit, then this is not this, and it's not this. I know, everybody in the Gulf has done it. Everybody has used the AI buzzword to make it seem like they have these amazing projects. But at least those UAE Dubai-based robots, either if for fighting crime or for fighting COVID, had some developmental infrastructure behind it, some desire to create something close to at least a Roomba, that can move around the room automatically and figure out through sensors where it is. That's not this fucking asshole. That is a glorified stormtrooper helmet from Star Wars on a tablet holder that has wheels and a keyboard and a suspiciously looking out of date webcam. I don't know what that thing is. And you want to know what the worst part is? Is that's a fucking stormtrooper. It's not even an actual robot. Out of all the robots in Star Wars that you could have used, R2-D2, C-3PO, even this yoga ball, whatever you wanted, you could have used that. No, you decided to use the one thing that not only wasn't a robot, you used the one thing that can't shoot for shit to fight Coronachan. Stormtroopers couldn't stop four people. And by the way, that's 30,000 Stormtroopers. 30,000 Stormtroopers couldn't stop four people from getting off the Death Star. And you expect one of these assholes to save us from COVID? Come on, guys. Like, you, if you see the other robot, it's like they gave up halfway through. They're like, ah, I don't want to buy another mask. To be fair, Disney does overprice those masks. So it's just, it's sad, guys. And the reason I say I understand where they're coming from and what they're trying to do, when you overreach and use the hype and call it artificial intelligence, when everybody that's been to a hackathon or even has some basic understanding of technology knows that that's not AI, all you're doing is making it more difficult to talk to the, you know, Illuminati theorists, the conspiracy theorists, and those people that want to dismiss all the work, all the effort that's done by medical workers out there to make this legitimate problem seem real. Don't forget, right now, as lockdowns ease up, as restrictions are let down, there's going to be a lot of people that are feeling a little bit resentful because of the economic difficulty that was COVID. It's happening all around the world, okay? Tensions can be a little bit higher. People are feeling a little bit stressed out. And a lot of people will not understand that these are the actions we had to take. No matter what the result was, even if we did, you know, overreach or overreact and we maybe went a little bit extra with the defensive lockdowns, that is what you had to do when you're dealing with a brand new virus you don't know anything about. When you're dealing with the unknown, you make sure you take every precaution because it's easy. It's easy for people to look back and say, you know, in hindsight, that all of that wasn't necessary. Yeah, well, maybe now we know more. We didn't know anything back then. That was the whole point. And that's why I applaud everybody at the Ministry of Health and I applied med applaud medical workers for the efforts they put in out there to keep us safe. 
regardless of what the end result is. But it's so difficult to convince those conspiracy assholes of everything I just said when you have this asshole. You try explaining to them when they can point to this bullshit and you're calling it a robot. That's it. That's my rant. <laughs> that's my little PR rant, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this shit. Honestly, I'm done. <laughs> Let's stop with the PR bots. At the end of the day, they help nobody. All right. This has been my attempt and a short, shorter episode of the podcast. And I want to say there was a whole chunk of this that I was trying to figure out how to do either with a more polished angle, look at the possibilities of even a teleprompter or some fancy editing. But I decided, you know what, that, that's me doing the same bullshit that these PR hypists do, which is streamline information because they believe that you can't handle nuanced detail. So instead, I tried to keep this as natural and as organic as possible and share with you some real moments. So thank you guys for listening in. This is episode 32 of the Bedouin Banter Podcast Isolation Hour that's well under an hour because uh, we don't know what the fuck is happening anymore. Uh, we're going to be ending the week, I think, with another interview if we can. I think Iyad and uh, his brother are coming in. We're going to find out. And I'm going to be making another post about that. Thank you. And make sure, please, to subscribe, share, let other people know. Give me some feedback. And let's keep this thing moving along. Going to be getting people back into the studio. All right. That's it, guys. This has been the Better One Banter Podcast, episode 32, Robots and Beyond. That's not a fucking robot!